Hello and welcome, dear listeners. This is the Universe Podcast. We don't have... Do we have an episode uh, title? Are we giving this an episode title? It would be episode 25. But this is an announcement episode slash promotion episode slash... Hashtag spawn. Hashtag not spawn. Please sponsor us. We are poor. (laughs) If the BBC is listening to this. (laughs) Yes. Dear listeners, we're doing this unscripted. It's (laughs) off the rails. In case you can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) So, Marie and I gathered here on the cluttered table of podcasting. (laughs) Because it's not at my flat that we usually record. (laughs) It's at my flat and everything's a bit everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, this is an episode about... A big surprise that we'd had planned for a long time, which is that we want to do an advent calendar this year. And the advent calendar is going to be a story. And every day after the advent calendar, a new chapter of the story will unlock. So we will publish one chapter every day and we're going to do it as an audio play. So we collaborate it with SAS, with the student acting Shakespeare Society at the department, and they played out the characters that we wrote, and it's awesome. This is a great big cross-societal cooperation, I guess, at the English department. The biggest there has ever been. Maybe because there hadn't been (laughs) any societies before us. I mean, it makes it easier for us that we are the first two societies to possibly have collaborated, so... I should say, yeah. we collaborated, and I still can't quite believe it. I'm very thankful to Tamara and the whole crew that they wanted to get on board with this, because... Was a wild ride. It was a very, very wild ride. (laughs) Yeah, I I really commend their dedication to this whole thing. Yes, whatever it is, and to make uh, this a bit more fun for us too, so we wouldn't just I don't know read a scripted text to you. Marie had the wonderful idea of doing texts in a cap. Which means both of us wrote questions and we put them in a cap and now we're going to pull them out each and we're going to ask each other questions. Like in one of those cool YouTube videos on YouTube that the young kids watch these days. (laughs) Next time we'll do universes react to... (laughs) No, please don't, no. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Edgar Allan Poe, what a crazy bitch. Okay, do you want to go ahead? I'll go ahead, yeah. Look at Some ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> Alright, it's one of mine. Okay, it can still ask it. Okay, I wrote this question. This is why it's bad. So, you have been... So, have you been... I can't even read my own question. So, have you been in a Christmas mood all the time we worked on it, on this? <laughs> um, seeing how we started this in... Literally in July... No. <laughs> it was very hot when we came together yes. and first discussed this. Yeah. Not so very long ago. We met in Charlotte's garden outside. It was very nice weather, but then it started raining. Can't even believe, like, it's, it's, it's snowing. When we're recording this on the 19th of November. It's the first day it's snowing. Very appropriately. Yeah, I hate it. I love it. <laughs> so we've got both worlds here on the table. 
we've got something for everybody on this yes. program. No, I mean, we need somebody who's indifferent as well. Mm. But still, yeah, we started recording in summer, and uh, I think it was very admirable how we all managed to put ourselves into a Christmas mood. Especially Philip, because in the last episode, there is the big Christmas thing going on. True. And yeah, no, I, I admire how he managed to create a Christmassy mood in August. So yeah, no, I wasn't. How about you? I'm never really in a Christmassy mood. I've kind of lost that. Okay, okay. My life on. is bleak. <laughs> moving on. So, second question. Yeah. <laughs> there was no question in between Absolutely this that we cut. Not. Absolutely not. How many hours of work did you put into it? Um, that's really hard to estimate. I couldn't say, I guess. I mean, I wrote the first four episodes and I organized a lot of the stuff. And now we're recording as well. A lot? Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> the correct mathematical number is a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Roughly quantified as 342 lots <laughs> is one lot. So, yes, I would say a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though, as well. So I don't regret a single minute of it. You go. What would the MCs... Main characters. So this is not... It's not rap. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> not rap. <laughs> Anne Gruller's patrons... <laughs> what would the patrons be? Supporters <laughs> on <laughs> <and> Patreon! <laughs> we don't have a Patreon yet. Let me start with this again. Yes. What would the main characters and Grulas, Petronuses, be? Um, well, you, the, the funny thing is, the listeners... Don't know them yet. Don't know either the main characters or Grula. But that's the funny thing about it, isn't okay. it? It gives them a rough idea of okay. who a main character is. I think are. Grula's Petronus would be a knife. I don't think it can be a knife. <laughs> I think for Grula it can be. Mm, shouldn't it be something with like knife-like claws? Like, uh, what are they called? An owl. No. <laughs> no, like one of those little, like, sand things. The, there's a Pokemon as well. That looks like a... I don't know any Pokemon. I know Pikachu. Mm. You should see Marie's face right now. It's like, hmm, <laughs> bad. <laughs> no, I just have to work through this. Okay, no, um, the the little, you know, like, slicey, mm. it'll come back to I'm me. I'm a Lociraptor. <laughs> no. But maybe. Actually, I would like that, yes. Gross Patronus is a Lociraptor. Good, uh, this is, it's now canon. <laughs> um, okay, how about Sarah? Something clumsy. I don't know, like, she seems... Very sweet and clumsy, but at the same time, she does have like nerves of steel as well. Mm. Something that looks cute, but is very durable. A turtle. Turtle is too slow, isn't it? No, true. Ooh, a wombat. I love wombats. It has to be a wombat. So we've got the Velociraptor for Grula, 
And a wombat for Sarah. A wombat for Sarah. Something with a lot of hair on his chest for Peter. Oh, yeah, a bear, maybe. Mm, a oh. bear. Yeah, but, but like one of the silly bears. A brown bear. <laughs> Whatever a brown bear is in English. Because they look so weird. Silly bear. Let me look it up. Um, they look yeah. like thin bears because they climb they climb trees. Yeah, I can see that. They're very weird. They live in South America, I think. I think I was roughly thinking of like that kind of bear while I was writing him. <laughs> is he a bear? Yeah, right. Is that canon? <laughs> no. Is Jamie a cub? A cub? Oh. Well, to the listeners who know what I'm talking about. Oh, well, you, you know. Oh, what I know. Oh, yes, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I didn't even. <laughs> I could, I could see it now. Yeah, I sure. guess this is canon now. <laughs> this is canon now. <laughs> Peter is a bear. If, I mean, if, if Dumbledore can be gay, Peter can be a bear. Peter is a bear. Um. Okay. Wait. Brown bear English. Let's have a look. Spectacled. <laughs> Thank you. Google Translate. <laughs> this Patronus is a spectacled. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's actually not that far off. It's either an Andean bear, an Andean short-faced bear, or a spectacled bear. Okay. Yeah. I like to think that Andean doesn't mean, like, from the Andes, but <laughs> belonging to a guy called Andy. <laughs> Maybe it's his ex-lover. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Andy. He's going to be Backstory. in the sequel. Law. Yeah. <laughs> Present Perfect Law. Oh yeah, it's called Present Perfect. Yeah, we should have mentioned that at some point. Earlier, maybe. <laughs> you see, this is all a bit unscripted. It's just uh, us sitting together. We're talking about bears. <laughs> okay, so Peter is a bear. I think Carmen should be something very elegant. Elegant and deadly. Hmm. Hmm. Tiny horse? No, not a horse. Tiny horse? No, not a tiny horse. An eagle. I think a snake. No, you know, like a really beautiful snake. Something that you look at and you're like, ooh, but it's just venomous. Never looked at a snake and thought it was beautiful, honestly. Oh, no, I like, I quite like snakes. Mm. I only like snakes when they're called snake. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> okay, fine, Carmen is a snake. <laughs> <laughs> um, then again, I don't know, a snake? No, it should be... Mm, mm, mm. Because she should seem rather harmless at first glance. Mm, mm. An owl. Why do you want everybody to be an owl? I don't know. Because <laughs> out of like Hedwig, probably. It's like... <laughs> I like Hedwig. I mean, I guess she shouldn't have died. I could see her being like a snowy owl, snow owl. Yeah, they're dangerous. Yeah, and they, cute. They kill you. Yeah. So Jamie, something Jamie. Uh, like a a, a a squirrel. Yeah, something very small and high pulsed. Mm-hmm. Something that just keeps running around. Or a squirrel or a hummingbird. Mmm, I like both of those. He's a hummingbird squirrel. A chipmunk. Isn't this chipmunk the same as a squirrel? No, chipmunks are like uh, Alvin and what's his face? So they're not real? They are real. <laughs> but aren't they squirrels? No, they're chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
that's cool. I learned a lot today. I also learned today that what you call, what do you pronounce that? Peru, peruse. Peruse. Peruse does not mean to use. use. Oh dear. So shouldn't you? I shouldn't peruse Marie's trash can. You you just ask, you know, all elegantly, though. Can I peruse your trash can? <laughs> well, I wanted to be sophisticated. I was like, is that a regular hobby of yours? <laughs> you just go to people's houses and you peruse their trash can. <laughs> oh, okay, no, no. Squirrels, they, they have these bushy tails, you know, and chipmunks mm-hmm. they have these tiny tails. Okay, so it's a chipmunk. I think I could see I thought they a big tail. Or maybe like a, what do you call them? Like, um, like a chinchilla. You know what a chinchilla is? I'm gonna show you a chinchilla. Can't believe your like mammal knowledge is so lacking. <laughs> well, I guess I didn't pay much attention in an elementary school biology class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never watched many nature do- Oh yes, yes. I know, it's a it's a round boy. It's a round boy, yes. Or maybe it's <laughs> every every mammal is a round boy to me. <laughs> Or a sugar glider. He could be a sugar glider. You designed. Look, look, look. That's, no, that's too cute. Jamie isn't as cute. No, yeah, he's a, he's a chinchilla. Yeah, he's got a bit of a rough edge to him. Mm-hmm. So we've got it. We've got it. Okay. Next question. Which character do you like the most? Which character do I like the most? I love Grula. Grula oh, is Grula is just... I mean, nobody can pronounce her name, but... Grula is great. <laughs> yeah. No, she's, she's awesome. I think she's one of the best uh, best written characters. She's really good. Of the main characters, I guess I have to go with the sympathy. I like... I don't know, I like Jamie. Jamie is very adorable. Yeah. Like, at the last time when we were recording, we kind of agreed that everybody has a crush on Jamie. Mm. Like, Peter, obviously, but Sarah and Carmen just as well, just were like, oh, Jamie, look at Jamie. Look at his calves. <laughs> look at his calves. It's also canon that Jamie has great calves. It's a bit uh, like that Dumbledore's gay, it's never mentioned anywhere Ever. in the and actual he, text, yeah. but he definitely has great calves. You heard it here. It's word of God. Uh, which character do I like the most? It's a bit hard to say. I feel like we underutilized Peter a little bit. Mm. I actually really like Peter, but I think he he could have done so much more. We're going to have to write a sequel centered on Peter and his episode. If, if the people like it, we, we can write yeah. a sequel. But I do like all the four main characters. They're just so different and unexpected, I think, because mm. you start off with this stereotype where you think you know who they are, but then, nope. <laughs> Definitely not. It might... Uh, you know, uh, we sh- maybe also should, should uh, say that uh, it was written by different people from the universe. It mm. was a collaborative effort by several writers. Yeah. And every one of them wrote a few consecutive episodes and then handed it off to the next person. So this might uh, account for the unexpected character developments. True, true. But I think we already started with a lot of complexity as well. Because we just had these little tiny character sheets where it was like, Jamie, great calves. <laughs> <laughs> and then this was what we worked with to develop the characters and sort of delve into them. It was a bit like uh, like a D&D game where you give yeah. off your character to the next person after a couple of uh, hours of playing. Yeah, I, I think it was probably a very unorthodox method of doing it. but Probably. It it was I assume there is more professional ways of doing it. <laughs> yes. But then again, we are 
students who are supposed to try things out. Yes, it's experimental, it's avant-garde, yes. it's revolutionary, I Absolutely. think. Some, at some point, people will be like, oh, did you use the Vienna method mm-hmm. for writing this audio play? <laughs> I'm sure there's also something that is, you know, goes by the Vienna method. But it's this now. We will usurp this name. Okay. Okay. I hope they don't come for us. And they're like, usurper, you die. <laughs> okay, your turn. Now we have to battle on the trident. Oh, that sounds fun. What are you going to do with all the money that this will make us? Okay, but you wrote that question. <laughs> yeah, but I know what I'm going to do with the money, so I'm asking you. What am I going to make with all the money that we make with this? Um, are we going to spend a lot of money for this? Uh, in case this just hasn't become abundantly clear, it's an advent calendar, so there will be surprises and presents for the people who are listening. So um, if you listen closely... There will be little hints where we will be hiding, and if you find us, we will give you stuff. Usually edible stuff, or drinkable stuff. So, um, just so you know yeah, that. I think usually people call it food and drink, <laughs> no. and not edible. <laughs> Is that what humans call it? <laughs> and then, on the 24th, there will be one big present uh, for the people who are involved, so just look out for that. We're going to spend a lot of money, um, make money. We are going to set up a little donation box at the Christmas party. Um, but I don't think we're going to make a lot. Um, I think we're going to just invest it in back into the society and use it to improve our fiscal policy. But that sounds very boring. So what I'm going to do is buy a villa. And, mm. uh, Where? Like a... Toscana, Tuscany, or uh, like, um, I don't know, mm. somewhere in Spain? No, probably like Mallorca. Antarctic. Mm. And then set up like a winter wonderland there mm. and just invite people over to continuously celebrate Christmas with me. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to move somewhere where it's always warm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then I will live my life there. That sounds nice. I want always. a pet penguin. Yeah, he won't come into my house because it's always warm there. Yeah, and I will have to Skype, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine a pet penguin? What do you do with a pet penguin? Pet it. I don't oh think my it God, wants to be pet. Name. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. It's my turn. Um... How did you find the recording process? I have a very similar question, which is what did you find... Um, I think, most rewarding and hardest about the whole process. But this is specifically just about the recording. So, um, challenging? Because we know shit about it. I mean, when we started out, we had no idea how to record multiple voices. We had no idea how to just do this with background noises. I'd never done direction or anything. I don't know what, I don't know how to tell actors. I don't even know what the lines are supposed to sound like. It was just basically like flying by the seats of their pants for the actors. We went went into this with two blind eyes and I think we came out with like an eighth. A third all-seeing eye. (laughs) An eighth of a seeing eye. And uh, it's fun. It's fun to try something like this and just find your way through the dark. But uh, it was definitely a challenge. Like there were many moments where we didn't even know where to record Mm -hmm. or how to record. And thank God for Google. 
A. And, you know, a big thanks to the um, Publizistik and Kommunikationswissenschaften. They helped us out a lot. And uh, because of their help, we, I think without them, we yeah. might not have, no. No. But with their help, thank God, we figured this whole thing out. And it was a learning process. I feel mm. like a lot more of a technological person now. Hmm. I know how to use Audacity, which I, I I knew before, but now I know how to do it properly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, for me it's pretty much the same. I mean, uh, it certainly was a journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not even over yet at the time of recording. <laughs> we still have to edit a lot of stuff, yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's still ongoing. The learning never stops. Every day is a learning day. That is true. Was it my turn? Yeah. Describe the play in one sentence badly. Yeah. I'm bad at games like this. <laughs> That's the fun of it. Uh, okay. Four friends. No, four people. <laughs> They're not all friends in the beginning. It's a bit of a spoiler, isn't it? Oh, yeah, four, <laughs> I mean, this, uh, they're going to find out very soon that there's four people involved. But not that they're going to be friends. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, <laughs> what a spoiler! There's going to be people in it, mm -hmm. and there's going to be... Not people in it. Not people in it, and mishaps, and the mishaps will lead them to a Christmas market that is weird. I mean, not that... Normal Christmas markets went also extremely weird. I'd love to write a like, cultural studies analysis of the Christmas markets. I think there's a lot to analyse there. Probably, yeah. So, back on track. <laughs> um, and they have to battle the odds and come to and grow personally as a, as a character until they emerge as a new person and are, you know, they fully grow into themselves. And I think it's really just like a, a, a hero's, like, like, like a, a hero's journey. It's a journey for all of them, both for the characters and the listeners, I think. I think that was a very passionate description, but it was too good. It needs to be worse. It needs to be a bad description. Well, then... Probably something like getting an English degree. I think it's just what it's like. Like I think the whole play is an analogy for getting an English degree. Okay, well, I guess, dear listeners, you can uh, <laughs> see for yourself and then come back to us and see and uh, like tell us whether this is your experience of uh, studying English, if you do study English. Oh, Shakespeare on crack. Shakespeare, if he knew what video games were. I mean, they did find, like, a, a pipe Sorry. with some resin left at one of the possible sites where he lived. So I guess Shakespeare on crack is actually, you know, it's uh, not a very... Uh, fair, fair. But, yeah, yeah, I think Shakespeare, if he lived in a digital age mm. and wasn't a very good playwright. If Shakespeare had a tumblebug. He would have had, though. He would have been super edgy. So edgy. The shakes. The, the shaky. I mean, there is a Twitter account of that's called Willy Shakes. <laughs> yeah. 
that description. I don't even know. Like, there were so many plot lines in it. <laughs> plot holes, probably. And plot holes in it as well, yeah. Um, the, the, okay, description, lots of plot lines, lots of plot holes. Slow plot. <laughs> okay, I think this is it for that. I think that's the best description of anything ever. It's a plot. It's a lot of plot. <laughs> Okay, use the same setting and come up with an alternate timeline. I wrote this question specifically because I thought, while reading for the whole thing again, how easy it would have been to turn this into a horror setting. Mm. Because it starts off, you know, like in the first or second chapter, uh, Sarah, one of the main characters, plays this video game. And it's actually very edgy and dark. And what if we turned, like, the whole Christmas market thing into this horrific experience mm-hmm. where they're being, you know, like, half-tortured and stuff and they have to escape. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is people who lose limbs. Fair. <laughs> yes. But, you know, just, like, this, this could have gone so dark if mm-hmm. we wanted it to. Maybe we should do a Halloween episode. Maybe you shouldn't uh, make so much noise with that paper. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. What would be an alternate setting you would like? I don't know. Um, 80s, I guess. 80s? <laughs> Is that what they do now? It's like, uh, we do the, the same thing we've do. done before. It's just, now it's in the 80s. It's <laughs> like, uh, uh, like Stranger Things. It's like, uh, whatever. It's like a normal kids, like a TV show with kids, but now it's in the 80s. So the only thing you would change is all the references? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's David Bowie everywhere. We do have the Smiths in there. True, so true. Yeah. yeah. The 80s. Could we make it sci-fi? Maybe not. Yeah. You can make everything sci-fi. We could make it goth, and instead of making it Christmas market, we could just make it like a vampire market. Mm. Lots of leather. Or that. (laughs) (laughs) Porn reboot. (laughs) I mean, everything that does get successful also gets a a porn version. True. (laughs) <laughs> you have to pay in entertainment. <laughs> that could be misused very easily. Sorry. Not putting out any ideas, but just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Send us your best porn remakes. <laughs> oh my god. Send us fan fiction. Send us who you ship. Yeah. Ah, explicit fan fiction. Okay, your turn. Who would you pick as your fighter in the zombie apocalypse? Grilla. I mean... <laughs> all the knives. All the knives. <laughs> and she's, what, billions of years old. Mm, eons, actually. Yeah, all-knowing, mm. literal goddess. Definitely not Mr. Voice. I think he's very <laughs> useless in the zombie apocalypse. It's like, well, he's just gonna like, be some, somewhere in the office and say, well, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if he gave you... Literal descriptions of everything that was going on. You could have like a sort everything. Of, yeah, sort of a corporation going on. Well, he's not very cooperative. That's true. But at the very end, he's Zen, right? So then you could, mm. yeah. In the sequel, In we'll the sequel. put everything into the sequel. I think I would probably pick Carmen to be honest. She's so crafty. Like, true. Yeah. Yeah. She would. She would find her way out of every situation. Next question. Next question. <laughs> We're going through these really fast. Oh, we still have a lot left. Okay, 
what are your experiences with serial advent stories? Let's wait until my laptop is finished breathing. <laughs> Sounds like serial killers. I didn't know what to call this uh, in English. Yeah. Because I don't know if you have that too, but um, as a kid... It's just, uh, this episode, I mean, it's already, like, unscripted and everything. It's just been 10 years. And if there's some background noise, the it's fine. I guess you'll have to live with it. It's fine. Um, We're unplugged. That's what you call this. This is raw. I think the problem is that this we is are plugged. <laughs> unplugged. <laughs> just plugged the laptop in and now he's, uh... It's a hard time for him, I guess, if he's getting electricity. Just has to catch his breath. Mm -hmm. So, what was the question again? What are your experiences with serial advent stories? Yeah, so when I was a kid, my mum, my mum, my mum. <laughs> See, yes. every time I, I speak of my childhood, my, my voice fails. I think this is the Freudian thing. <laughs> Dr. Funny. Freud, every time I speak of my childhood, my voice fails me. <laughs> what is the problem? Fixation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What's, what's, so we we okay. have we have this book with uh, I think one story for every day of Advent, and she read this book to us every day in Advent, Aww. and it was like really great and uh, like great preparation for for uh, Christmas. Anyway, we like we also like gathered around the Christmas wreath or the Advent wreath, uh, lit, ta lit tables. <laughs> we also lit tables once, but that wasn't with the Advent wreath. <laughs> lit candles, sang songs and read stories. Well, actually read stories. Uh, we listened and drank tea and hot cocoa. And it's just uh, one of my, you know, the warmest childhood memories. Oh, that sounds lovely. Mm. Sounds really nice. And still you hate winter. Well, I mean, winter is like... Uh, Empirically bullshit. It's not true. <laughs> Look. Yes, I am. It's amazing. Everything is dead outside. Yeah. It's empirically bullshit. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. It was a bit different. I, I did read a lot of Christmas stories and my parents did read a lot to me, but my advent calendars were usually just chocolate. Chocolate and other mm. stuff. I had one with uh, that, that my grandma made where they always put in stuff was huge like with penguins on it and stuff but actually with stories um i think the only real advent calendar serial that i know was from my cousin who wrote one for his ex-girlfriend i don't know maybe subconsciously that's where i got the idea so he he's never tried to write anything before but then he wrote something for his ex-girlfriend and did he uh, write that before he became his ex-girlfriend or yes. after no they were still together at the time and it was really cute actually because this was his first venture into creative writing mm. and he did it just for her mm. and i thought that was really adorable it's not really a love pour la right Love Yeah, art for art's sake. Oh. I probably botched the French pronunciation because <laughs> I. Love I don't know. Maybe I do think he enjoyed it. Afterwards, he he tried writing a bit more. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it might have most people love. It's how it be sometimes. <laughs> It'd be like that. Sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> okay, your turn. Uh, too many memes. <laughs> There are never too many memes. 
Why didn't you take a role in the play? Like a role? A, uh-huh. Why didn't you speak one of the characters? Uh, is that a question? <laughs> oh. Um, no, <laughs> it was a <laughs> general statement. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, why didn't I? I guess because it was supposed to be a collaboration with SAS. And I did think that as many actors from SAS as possible should be in it. Mm. And, uh, I mean, you were fixed because you were the narrator, so that wasn't going to change. And Charlotte actually came up with the role of Grula, so I thought it was very deserved that she got the role, and she's amazing in it. <laughs> just the way she does a Grula. And I can't wait to hear yeah, it. Yeah, uh, uh, so. Um, so, I don't know, it would have felt a bit off if I'd taken a role, I think. I don't know, maybe... Maybe next year if we do another one. Mm. Uh, you could be a zombie in the next one. Oh yes, I think I would be a great zombie. But yeah, I think for the first one it was entirely fair to leave it up to the SAS people mm. because they did such a great job. It just the the goblin voices, which aren't really goblins, of course. We have to make that clear. But uh, great, great, and they all knew what we meant. You know, like the moment you were like, make a goblin voice. They did it. They did the very thing that mm. we wanted. We never talked about it. Amazing. But yeah, I guess that's where. Maybe, maybe, maybe next time. What are you most proud of? My hummus. It's the wrong, it's wrong. <laughs> I make a mean hummus. Yeah, sure. But, you know, related to the play. Oh. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Um, well, I'm pr- I will be proud once we've made we've made it through it. True. <laughs> and it's like it's like all out. We've done it. Uh, Can't wait for that. Moment. I could retire. Sweet release. <laughs> <laughs> the, su- the finally the sweet release of death. <laughs> the death of the project. You know that that's gonna be the next big thing after the death of the author. <laughs> the death of the project. <laughs> <laughs> the death of the project. Every author has experienced the death of the project. Yes. And this is how the author is reborn. It's a cycle. Speaking of death of the project, how's your book doing? (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag triggered. (laughs) It's doing, but because I was sick for so long, it's just fallen terribly behind. But it's doing. Ever since I know Marie, she's been telling me about how her book has fallen terribly behind. (laughs) Yes. But it's doing. It's finally making strides forward, and it's great to work on it. Good. Yeah. What was the question? What are you most proud of? <laughs> Sorry. I'm very tired, and when I'm tired, I get into a, like a derailing mood. It's fine. I mean, it's already dark at 4pm. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. Um, well, I'm proud of how we work together with the actors. I think everybody there, I'm proud of everybody there about all the work they put in. Mm. I'm proud of the writers. I'm proud of all, uh, all of us to take this leap of faith and start into the Vienna Method. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm proud of myself for, um, well, um, having a, a not-so-active role in the whole thing apart from it, being there when it's recorded and, and when some of it was recorded and editing it in the future um i don't quite agree with that i mean i'm also very proud of the collaboration in general i thought all of our writers worked me ama- wait <coughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> worked together amazingly well
and also the review process. And this is, I think, where you actually did a lot. I think you were one of the few people who always sent in reviews every week. No, I didn't. Pretty much, though. Yeah, like, well, during it, but the, like, in the end phase, I had so much to do because I was studying and then I was, didn't even read the... Yeah, thing. but I think the last two times you didn't, but until then you always did. And you didn't, you really didn't have to. I mean, you weren't a writer, but you still did it. So that, that was much appreciated. And I do think that, you know, every person just put a lot of blood into this. Mm-hmm. And, and we made this with our blood. Yes. We bathed in blood. Yes. We threw blood in the air. Yes. We sacrificed to the blood gods. Yes. We conjured the blood demons. Yes. Lots of Christmas blood. Mm. I've been listening to Night Vale a lot recently. <laughs> I can so tell. Like... <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was um it was really an, an effort, I think. And I always find it amazing when people come together and actually do something, you know? This is just people have all these goals all the time they're like you know what we should start a band or we should start a podcast and i don't know but in the end if people actually do it it's always that moment where you're like magic people can do stuff together amazing and they all grow from it and they'll learn from it and it's it's great Mm -hmm. that's what i'm most proud of probably yeah lots of experiences and memories we made yes okay second to last but not least. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure it's a good question. Do you think the play accurately depicts life at the English department? Well, it's, uh, it st- certainly steals a lot from you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't collapse, please. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a wild ride. Uh, you meet a lot of people. Yeah. You... Meet some weird people. Yeah. You experience some weird stuff. Yeah. You grow as a person. Yeah. Make mistakes. You make up for them. You fall out with your boyfriend and you reunite next to the trash can mm-hmm. where something happens that I can't spoil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have guest professors from Iceland. Yes. All the time all the time uh-huh. who only uh, have a lecture that begins in December and ends in December you have a play that's set there and doesn't feature it features well it features one lesson yes like they're, they're all <laughs> students but they're never going to uni <laughs> or just hanging out I wish <laughs> yeah no I think I think the way that we sort of caught the spirit of the English department was in the characters. Mm-hmm. I, I really think the characters are very emblematic of the kinds of people that you meet at the English department. Emblematic? Well, yeah, it, it breaks them down. I wouldn't say that, you know, it's a, like an accurate depiction of anybody. It's just like an it's a heightened... agglomeration of yes. stereotypes and yes. different like character traits of people we've met at the universe yeah, and and at, the, at the English department. And sort of put together. Yeah. Like one big Frankenstein, like we took the Doctor Who leg and stuck the video game's head on it with an arm. And uh, I know what English literature is about, but not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the social activist, the... We actually don't have a vegetarian, do we? Mm, the guy, the Mr. Voice is actually a vegetarian. Oh, yet another word of God thing for <laughs> you to know. A bit of lore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the professors, the 
the much appreciated but also sometimes very odd professors uh especially if they're guest professors they always bring in this gust of fresh air mm. we're like oh different study methods it smells weird <laughs> smells like iceland <laughs> um uh of course the goblin market rossetti mm-hmm. That that was a big inspiration. The Christmas market at the at, at the, the campus. The campus um, a weird weird place. Yeah. Many a colleague was lost there, never seen again. Yeah, it's actually why we wrote this. Every we, year I lose friends. We lost somebody last year, and uh, we're hoping to get them back. It's a call. <laughs> this if, if you listen to this, this, this is a seance. <laughs> anybody here? Is anybody here? Actually, this is Stranger Things. You know, we're just trying to communicate yeah, yeah. with the other world. I mean, you do have you do have some fairy lights here. Yeah, uh, but they're not turned on. Out. Hello, Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Finally, gonna get them back from, mm. the, from the Christmas market. You upside down. You fools! Thought I was doing this for entertainment. <laughs> oh no! I was conjuring a ghost all this time. <laughs> I was doing this to raise the eldritch elder from the depths. <laughs> the Eldritch Elder. <laughs> the Eldra. That doesn't get any better. I'm just going to go to the next question. Yes, okay. Before it gets yeah. any more weird. Yeah, go for it. Last question. What's your favourite line? Line? Oh, yeah. that's really hard. One of my favourite is, uh, what's the dizzle? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, oh god, I don't know. Uh, I think one of my favorites is Professor Gula when she goes, um, the apple brings good luck. Ah, uh, no, wait, she sells apples and knives bring good luck. The apples, knives, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good one. That's a really, like, single and ready to jingle. And there, oh god, there were so many good ones. So many. I can't decide. Can't decide. Well, the listeners will have to see for themselves, I guess. Yeah. And on this note, I think with listeners to see for themselves, we can leave the listeners with telling them that the Advent calendar play will start on December first, as Advent calendars are wont to do. Usually, yeah. I mean, you can also start later, but it's it's less fun this way. And you're just gonna miss out on all the fun bits where you can meet us in real life mm. and get stuff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm so tired. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a few meters we're actually going to be asleep, but then you can just pick your presents off the ground and join us and sleep with us all on the ground of the department. Join us and sleep with us. (laughs) It's going to be one big, long line of people sleeping on the floor of the English department. Uh, Perfect. That's that's what Christmas should be. Mm. Hibernation. Yeah, we'll cut this all out, right? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, come and hibernate with us. Um, looking forward to it. I hope you have as much fun with the advent calendar as we had creating it. It's uh, it's really been a big project for all of us. Uh, big shout out to the BBC for uh, allowing us to use sound effects for nothing. 
that was amazing. Uh, big shout out to the publicistic again. Big shout out to uh, uh, the sasses, the sasses, the sassy people, and uh, to the writers of the universe. The writers to Christmas. Uh, it's got its up and downs, but in general, it's usually a good time. Mm-hmm. My boy is Jesus and Karl Marx. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Those two specifically. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I want to thank my mom and dad. No, 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 no. But just, yeah, in general. Um, hope you have a good time. Merry Christmas. And let it snow. Even more. And more. <laughs> oh, uh, is this now. episode deep right? <laughs> like... Okay. This is what happens when both hosts don't sleep much. No. Okay, uh... <clears throat> okay, we're gonna end this with Yeah, the... well, wait, well, well, I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna do the, the, the end thing, yes. the end thing. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Put your fingers away. Off. Get off. <laughs> okay, go for it. This was episode 24 of the Universe podcast. 25. No, uh-huh. She said 25. Did I? Yeah. This was either this was either episode twenty four or twenty five of the Universe podcast. You are gonna cut us shorter, right? Yeah, maybe like ten minutes. Just cut out the good, yeah, yeah, just yeah. the good stuff. This was episode twenty five of the Universe podcast. This episode was hosted and edited by Leonhard Engelmeyer. My co-host was. Marie-Therese Sauer, uh, the president of the universe, in case you didn't know. It's me. It's her. It's me. How do I go on? What do I usually say about <laughs> this? Um, find us wherever you listen to podcasts. I mean, you are listening to this podcast, so you must have found us. Um, you can uh, subscribe here, like, comment, subscribe, send me an email to my email address, podcast at univ. No. <laughs> <laughs> universe podcast at org. no at up in the show notes um at universe add me on facebook at universe dot org. at org. um follow me on twitter i'm leo engelmeyer um come for the podcast <laughs> stay for the marxism um yeah um yeah. come to the universe meetings every yes, wednesday please do please do we'd love to meet you um we always do fun stuff sometimes it's very crazy but that's that's just how it be sometimes <laughs> we like that sometimes <laughs> okay with that yeah we leave you in a christmasy mood hopefully see merry you christmas. on december 1st merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas, merry christmas. <laughs> merry christmas.